0: This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset podcast. Your hosts are myself, SEO Manager Sarah McDowell, and the absolutely incredibly wonderful life coach Tasman Sorman. Hello Tasman.
1: Hi and oh, I'm I'm blushing,
0: Sarah. I'm glad. I'm glad I made you blush. We've made it. We
1: are recording our second episode. I'm I'm still incredibly excited. Still,
0: (laughs) The excitement hasn't worn off yet.
1: No, 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 not at all. So, right, today's episode, what's it about? Today we're going to do a continuation of the last episode on mindset. Now, Sarah and I discussed it, and because it's such an important topic, we have now turned this into a two-parter, this being part two. In the last episode, we discussed the differences between the fixed mindset and growth mindset, and why it matters. So, if you'd like to learn more about that, head over to episode one. Right, I mean, let's continue, though.
0: Yes, Go I was on. just going to say, on. you sounded very
1: professional. I tell you, I'm, I'm <laughs> born to do this. <laughs> so, we're going to carry on by looking at some more characteristics of the growth mindset.
0: Yes, so obviously we covered um quite quite a few, but yeah, we still had a few left on our list, didn't we? And we wanted to make sure that we covered them, um, because yes. they're all they're all very important. And I suppose the more characteristics we know of a growth mm-hmm. mindset, the more than we can adopt that mindset rather than the fixed one. Perfectly said, Sarah. <laughs>
1: it's like i have the growth mindset myself you have, you have you have we we've already established this definitely the next next one i want to talk about is solution focused if someone's got a growth mindset they may hit a problem they may embark on a project that they are they don't know how to tackle but if you are looking for a solution you're going to find it whereas if you embark these these challenges with thinking okay i don't know how to do this i've never done this before and instead of looking for a solution that that feeling of not knowing can be quite overwhelming and that that just doesn't carry you through so it's really important to even if you've never tackled anything like that before know that the solution is out there and I can find it.
0: Yes. And I suppose it's not giving up on that, isn't it? And if you are more solution focused, then you're more likely to find what the solution is. Um I suppose there are times where you have to think a bit outside the box, don't you? Or yeah. um maybe not do things how you normally would do them. Um but I would say 9 times out of 10 there's always a solution. Um and if it's impossible then it's impossible I suppose but I don't know. Are we saying that everything can have a solution?
1: Well, you know if you look at some of the things that people have solved if we look at look at history if we look at currently I mean let's go a bit off-topic but the issues that we have with the environment it's creativity and solution focus attitude that's going to help us get out of the dilemmas that we have with the environment
0: yeah I suppose you don't I suppose if you think "Ah, oh, no one has found a solution yet I will mm-hmm. never find a solution Then, a solu-. do you know yeah so that is a yeah. really good point um yeah. and yeah it just takes takes a bit of time to think about it I suppose and talk to people and try stuff out Mm -hmm. um and yeah I mean I could do a whole podcast episode on the environment in itself because yeah there's so much stuff that gets me angry about how the world currently runs but you know um let's let's keep this to what the podcast is about yeah (laughs) not Sarah's rants about um the environment
1: (laughs) That'd be another one. We'll do another one on that. But as you just said, you know, when you said no one's found a solution yet, so there isn't one. But if you reframe it and say no one has found a solution yet, that means that there is still an opportunity to find one.
0: Yes, yes. Yes definitely linking so that, in
1: with what we talked about in the last episode
0: yes definitely so in the last episode we talked about the language that we're using didn't we yes, um yes. and yeah how yet is a good word to use in that in that mm-hmm. sense um and I suppose with solution focus that um links with the other characteristics resist- there. Try to form yeah. two words together there uh, that links in with the other characteristic of resilience doesn't it yes
1: because um if you are resilient you will carry on looking for solutions and you know re- resilience is such a wonderful gift to have learnt, and it presents itself in various ways in people's lives but it's a, it's a lesson that is well learnt. You fail, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off and have another go. Because if you don't have another go, then, then you're stuck. Whereas yes. if you think, you know, I'm going to try again, then you have the opportunity to get unstuck.
0: I've got a really uh, weird connection here, but um, I remember mm-hmm. the first time I ever tried to make a cheesecake and okay. um, I got the wrong type of cheese. Um, so okay. obviously, when making a cheesecake, you use like a soft cheese, don't you, or masc yes. mas- mas- mascarpone, or however you say that word. Yeah. I got yeah. it wrong and used goat's cheese or cottage cheese okay. instead. Awful cheesecake. Yeah. Um, however, <laughs> that yeah. experience hasn't stopped me from making cheesecakes now. So I suppose, yeah, what I'm trying to say is like, there's lots of times in your life where you try stuff out for the first time you learn how to do stuff um for example I mean probably not a great thing to admit to but it took me four attempts to pass my driving test um I can confirm that I'm a a safe driver I mean it took me four (laughs) times but that makes me safer um but yeah it's about sort of bringing this resilience that we have in life into work isn't it and um and yeah and I suppose with resilience it's about not taking things too things too personal as well um yes yeah which I think is hard isn't it because it is hard not to take things personal but it is work at the end of the day and yeah like you say it's just about picking yourself up up and
1: pushing yourself off and
0: starting again
1: trying a new cheesecake recipe Absolutely. And like we said in the last episode, if you link your self-esteem with being a learner, then actually if you've tried something and it hasn't worked, you've learnt a way that it hasn't worked. So all you've done is that you've learned something new. You've learnt not to use cottage cheese in a cheesecake recipe. <laughs> I
0: bet everyone's not, not liking that story right now. I've probably put people off cheesecake. What else is, uh, what's another there? characteristic
1: i think um the ability to take action so i i have been guilty of this in the past i'm i quite like theory and i will read about something oh i know how to do this because i've read about it well you can read and read and read but until you take action you're not going to move forward so my my mum's, one of my mum's favourite lines to me is, Tasman, life is not a library. And I'm thinking okay, fine, mum, I'll go and do something. That is, that is so good. That's a good line. I know, because she, she's a very action orientated person and I'm quite, I'm, I'm a thinker, you know, reader and a thinker. But at some point, if you don't take action, then you're not going to move forward. Definitely. And I
0: think as well, um, it's about not being too much of a perfectionist as well. Um, Yes. Because I think we can sort of fall into that that trap as well that we can't yeah. we can't launch something we can't do something we can't make this campaign live we can't do this project yeah. because it's yes. not perfect it's not how yes. I want it to be it's not how I envisaged and while having some elements of perfectionist if that's a word uh mm-hmm. helps it can sort of stop you from getting stuff out there um yeah. and I suppose if you do just get stuff out there um then you can, things can always be changed you can develop you mm-hmm. can upgrade you can change things all the time however yeah. if you don't have this like action counts and you let perfection sort of hold you back mm-hmm. then you're just never going to do anything are you
1: yeah and um one of the things that my coach says to me is version 1 is better than version 0 <laughs> yes
0: yes <laughs> agreed very much agreed on that one
1: and I think, actually, in a in a wider context, putting stuff out. I mean, or you know, we're not launching rockets here. If, say we want to put a piece of content out there and get tied up in it being perfect. Actually, if you just put it out there, yes. Yeah, so, what if it's got a you know a missing full stop or the grammar's not perfect? We're just showing other people that it's okay if it's not perfect, and it just gives. Other people that reassurance um last last episode we were talking about the five second rule by Mel Robbins, Well, she herself has admitted the first um, the first published what's the word I'm looking for the vers- first version of the book that was published wasn't perfect. there were typos, there were grammar mistakes, but if she hadn't put it out there, then was that we wouldn't have that knowledge.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking back. So I've um, been in podcasting now for, um, I want to say like two, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember my, so the first ever podcast that I did um, was SEO SES with my um, good friend Hannah Bryce. And Mm -hmm. um, I was, and and you are you are worried about things being perfect about mm-hmm. um i remember it used to take me so long to edit podcasts because i would cut okay. out every um every weird noise every breath because Mm -hmm. I was like it has to be perfect it has to be this way Mm -hmm. um and also it was scary putting podcasts out because I was like oh what if people don't agree what if people don't do you know what I mean but like sometimes you put that fear aside um Mm -hmm. and and yeah and get things out and things don't have to be as polished as you think that they need to be um no. and yeah and it brings us back to version 1 is much better than version 0 isn't it i think
1: and and i think that links in really well with the next point which is somebody with a growth mindset will take risks and put and sometimes putting out content that isn't perfect to that person may feel like a risk but you know it's trying new things it's having a go but if you're going to be Only be comfortable in doing the things that you have done, then when are you going to try something new?
0: Definitely. When you do take risks, there is always going to be an element of gambling, isn't there? Mm Mm-hmm and that can be scary you can prepare for that can't you so with any risks that you're taking make sure you have things in place um in case things that that don't work or just be Mm. prepared that it is a risk at the end of the day um because you don't know how things are are going to go down how things how things are going to work the first time i don't know um i'm trying to think of a good example here um I'm just thinking, like, everyone who has created something successful has had to risk that, haven't they? They've had to risk of this thing doesn't exist right now, but I think it's Mm going to do really good. It's going to take off. Um, And everything is a risk, isn't it? Everything that you do. Um, And I suppose it's about not being scared of that and finding the power in the risk. And I think,
1: you know taking a risk it doesn't have to be something as radical as you know a new product launch or something so until very recently i was petrified for doing about doing video content about my coaching work because it's something i hadn't done before then you have your own insecurities and you think oh i don't sound okay i don't do this i don't do that but i've just reframed it now because the content i put out is with the aim to help people And if if it helps someone, even one person, then it doesn't really matter if, you know, I'm not looking polished or it's not perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. The intention has to be good. Definitely.
0: And I think we forget that sometimes, don't we, that the Mm. reason that we are putting something together um, is to help someone and i'm sure yeah. that they're not going to be nitpicking all the things that they can mm-hmm.
1: find that's wrong with it. Yeah, well this whole this whole podcast the uh, SEO mindset the aim for it is to help people who, you know, when when i told you when i was talking to people in the industry they were saying i'm struggling with this, i'm struggling with that and it, you know when we whittled it down a lot of it was based on mindset so the whole podcast is there to help people so if there's a little bit of background noise here or background noise there for me I'm not particularly fast and that is so important isn't it so so important
0: Mm. um so what else what else is a characteristic of a growth mindset I
1: think welcomes feedback so often when we are told oh this isn't okay or You know, we see it as criticism. We take it very personally. And my advice on this would be, um, you know, one, look at the person who is giving you that feedback. Have they done that thing? Because if they haven't, then maybe you don't really need to pay too much attention. But if it's somebody who is from that field, somebody you respect, somebody who is there to help you grow, you know, put your emotions to one side. What is it that they are actually telling you? What can you learn from it? And how can you get better? And people with a growth mindset actually actively go around seeking, you know, tell me, how can I be better at that? So I'd say those are two very, very distinct features between a fixed and a growth mindset.
0: And um, you did make a really good point there about where the feedback is coming from. Um mm-hmm. because yeah, um obviously whenever we're doing stuff, uh it is good to get feedback, but it's always good to know who that feedback is coming from. Because yes. yeah, if it's feedback that you need and it's from someone that knows the industry well or is an audience, is it from your audience or someone like that, then then definitely. Um yeah. but you're always going to get feedback from people that you don't necessarily ask for for feedback, and I suppose it's about yes, being yes. aware of that in the first place. So only taking feedback mm-hmm. from the the right sources. Yes. Like I'm not saying that you should ever say to anyone, "Shut up, stop talking, I don't yes. want to hear your feedback." Mm-hmm. But just being like yes. aware of who who's giving you that feedback, and and it's always hard to because again, it's about. Um, taking something personally as well isn't it if you get given feedback about something it can be like oh that that's about me that's about my ability Um, but if you think like that you'll be shooting down some really good feedback that's going to be helping you develop what you've created or what you've done to make it even better Um, and I think as well we can get a bit stuck in how you envisioned something, or how you see something yes. being put together, or do you know what yes. I mean? Um, Absolutely. whereas people interact with things in different ways have different ideas have different inspiration and stuff so it is it is good um to welcome all that feedback as long as it's from a relevant source
1: and you know sometimes you, you made a good point about whether it's been feedback that you've sought or it's just been handed to you um and if you're in a situation where somebody's told you um this is what they think about it without you asking them and you don't agree with it, simply just say, thank you for your feedback and leave it, just leave it. But don't take it to heart because then that starts impacting our self-belief. It uh, impacts whether we take action again. They're entitled to their opinion. Just park it and move on.
0: Yes, that is their opinion at the end of the day and next on the list is about being
1: open-minded yes open-minded and comfortable with change and I think if you're an SEO professional and not comfortable with change you've got you've got problems because things are changing all the time and you know there might be a situation where even in this changing landscape, you've done things in a certain way, but there are so many tools that come out. Uh, there's so much information that comes out. And be comfortable with it. Life evolves. P- people aren't meant to stay the same. Life isn't meant to stay the same. So when the old thing, you know, get, get comfortable with change is a huge benefit.
0: Definitely. And I think because, because in in life, in career, especially in SEO, there's always lots that you need to do um, and it's hard to prioritise so if there's a way that's quicker, faster more efficient of Mm -hmm. doing something or completing a task or doing a job um, then if you're open minded and take that time to learn, then you're only going to get more efficient at the jobs that you're doing and you sort of um, you don't have to do as much of the admin side of your job if you're if you're finding quicker nice. ways of doing it. So then you can yeah. grow and develop and focus on more like the the, the more sexy part, I know. I know yeah. SEO isn't always seen as the sexy marketing discipline. <laughs> I have to disagree. There are sexy elements. That just made me sound really lame, hasn't it?
1: <laughs> no, no, you go for it, Sarah.
0: <laughs> I think also about being open-minded as well is it It gives you a way to learn from others. And yes. um, it could also end up in you creating even better content or even better um, yeah. projects or, or whatever you're working on. Um yeah, just open minded. I think it just opens so many more doors for
1: you. Absolutely. And you know, even open minded and you may be in a certain area of SEO and get asked to do something else from a different area. That that's that can be uncomfortable, that can be difficult. But if you're open minded and see, okay, this is an opportunity for me to grow, to try something new, you may even end up streamlining the the department you know change comes change brings with it huge opportunities right Tasmin.
0: we have got uh three more on our list do you reckon we can do this within the time that we've got left I reckon we can I
1: think actually what yeah let's go for it and actually I think I'm going to quickly just go on to the one about um accepts challenges and opportunities to take risk it's so linked with the one we just spoke about as somebody with a growth mindset will take risks it's just an extension of that point saying actually they won't just take risks they'll look for opportunities for challenges and for risk taking so i think we can cover that one quite quickly <laughs> what do you think
0: i i, I... Yes, um, I don't think I have anything really to add to that one, because, like you say, yeah. I think we've sort of um gone over that one yeah, um, yeah. so I can see the next one on the list is positive and surrounds themselves yes. with positivity,
1: which I think is so important, absolutely, and also positive people because if you're going to um you know. What what's the saying? Misery likes company? If you're going to be one of these people that is quite downbeat about things, um, you know, doesn't want change, doesn't want to try anything new, doesn't want to take risks, and you surround yourself with people who are of the same mindset, it's very difficult to then rise above it. Whereas if you surround yourself with people who want to grow, they want you to grow, they want to succeed, they want you to succeed. It is so energising and so important to have that sort of external environment. And I think it's also, so
0: with surrounding yourself with positivity and um, positive people, it's being aware about who who are the toxic people yes. um and being aware of that because once you're aware of those people that are toxic and the the more negative people um mm. you can make sure that your energy is not going so much over to there and you can be aware of that isn't it 100 percent. that one leads us into the last one on our list doesn't it
1: yes yeah
0: we've smashed it so
1: yes We've smashed it, right? So um, another important characteristic is someone with a growth mindset will reframe situations to see the best. They will change their perspective. So instead of saying, okay, that didn't work, reframe it okay how are you going to do it differently what did you learn from it somebody might give you some feedback that you weren't particularly comfortable with but again reframe it and see what did i what can i learn from this person because you know what there, there is i don't i can't think of very many things where there is only one viewpoint so if there's a viewpoint that's going to get you a better result and grow you into be a better person, then why not take it?
0: Definitely. Definitely, definitely.
1: Um Wow.
0: Another episode that has flown by. Um and yes. I just wanna say that if you, this is our second episode um, and part two of this um, mindset sort of topic. So yeah, if you haven't, I do suggest that you listen to the first one as that sort of um, covers what the different mindsets are, growth versus fixed and we also talk about um some more characteristics within there i would just like to say thank you again for joining us for another episode of the seo mindset podcast this is a weekly podcast and we have episodes that go live every thursday um apart from when we have a season break of course yes if you have enjoyed this episode please do subscribe So wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you're feeling more generous, then give us, give us a cheeky five-star review. We'd love to know what you're thinking about our episodes or if you want to reach out or if you've got questions or anything, or if you want to shout out on the podcast, um, you can do that. You can find, I'm best on Twitter. On Twitter, I am at Sarah MCD
1: UK. Tasmin where can they find you? So the best way to contact me is on my website which is tasminsuliman.com and from there you'll find various um, like Facebook links and Instagram so you'll you'll find all avenues on the website.
0: Wonderful and until next time.